Hi, I'm Sabrina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And we're both sick. We're both sick. And also, you know, Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be a fun episode today. Ignore all the um. sniffling. We'll try not to blow our noses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today we're gonna talk about ships. We this will be fun. Um, so for those of you who do not know, a ship is a relationship between two characters, often romantic. Yep. Did you know that ship is uh the first fandom to start using it was the X Files? No. Yeah. I feel like you said this at some point before, but like also. I don't know. Scully and Mulder. The first, the first ship. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, fandom is definitely older than that, but I, the use of the word ship. Yeah. Is... Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Which, good ship, by the way. I stand by Scully and Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we're not here for X-Files. Yeah, we're not talking about uh, Mully or Skulder. <laughs> uh... We're gonna blow through a few ships. Um, we've got a few on the table. I feel like we've got the main three is what we want to get through mostly is Stony, Steggy, Pepperoni. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we've got a few others. Clintasha, Bruce Nat, And then we've got Clint Coulson and Forky. <laughs> we're gonna discuss... So, we're gonna discuss them all. Yeah. Let's start, let's start with Stony. Okay, so this is the one I'm least, fam- not least familiar with, but, because I know it obviously exists in the fandom, and I know um, it's a very strong one in the fandom, but I'm least familiar with it because obviously it's not the on-screen one. Yeah. And I'm not against it, per se, but I'm not one to ship it. Like, I'm not I one to watch- it. <laughs> I'm not one to watch the movie and, like- screen grab every second where they look at each other you know like i'm not that deep into the into the ship well okay when i say i ship it i don't ship it to the detriment of the other like canon ships it's not like i want them to die you know like i i love steggy and i love pepperoni oh also stony is steve rogers and tony stark if you oh yes Yeah. yeah yeah um so um i don't i don't think like you know, Pepper needs to get out of there, or, like, Mm -hmm. good thing Peggy's in the past, because she can't get in the way, like, I'm not, (laughs) I don't care, like, I still love Pepperoni, and I still love Steggy, I think those are two really good, uh, ships, Mm -hmm. um, but I think Stoney is interesting in and of itself, because, um, of the dynamic between the two characters, like, thinking about it in the sense that, like, you know, Tony grew up, with Steve kind of as an idol um mm. and probably has like weird a weird like relationship with him in his mind growing up because you know um Steve Steve was like really good friends with Howard and Howard mm. probably Howard spent a good deal of his life trying to find like Captain America mm-hmm. like the the relationship there like because of his father like is interesting and then when he finally meets him and like meets him as an adult sees 
Captain America. And he even, like, makes, like, snide remarks like, oh, like, what did my dad see in you? Like, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think it's interesting on that. And it's interesting on Steve's end where it's like, you know, he's, this is, like, one of his friend's kids, but yeah. also not not like in a weird way because it's not like they grew up he grew up with <laughs> yeah. this you know it's not like yeah. that but it's interesting to watch because also i like the idea of um i, I read a fic once that involved like them the beginning of their relationship basically while mm-hmm. they were like they were starting the team and i was like post avengers and whatever and they were all joking around and steve makes like a a gay joke and Clint is like <gasps> a gasp. <laughs> um, and Steve is like, "What? I was gay then. I'm gay now." Or like, actually, I guess you would call it bisexual these days. <laughs> and like, it was like a great little thing. I like, I like seeing that like obnoxious, like yeah. queer yeah, yeah. Steve. Like, I feel like he's fun. No, that's cute. And like, again, in theory, I think they would have a really interesting dynamic. Um, like, especially when you explain it that way, it's just one of those things where I don't, because I'm so used to seeing them as they are on screen with who they're with that I don't see it. The one I do see, and we forgot to mention it, is I do see Stucky. I'd ship that one. That's cute. Oh, we didn't mention Stucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stucky's also one of those ones that, like, is totally possible. Yeah. It's it's its own interesting dynamic. It's a, like mm-hmm. a friends to lovers kind of situation. Mm-hmm. It's one Both of those things where it's like, I the the head cannons are a lot of fun for that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, like Steve and Bucky in the war, how it was like the most open secret ever, <laughs> but no one talked about it. It was just like happening. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is I can't imagine. Like I can imagine. Like, in one of the headcanons, you talked about them just walking through New York, being like, look at all the gentrification. I can't imagine Tony and Steve hanging, like, on a date. Because they fight too much. Or at least I'm, I'm led to believe that they fight too much. So I can't imagine what the two of them would be like, just, like, sitting on a couch. You know? Yeah, yeah. I almost want to send you the fic that I read. Um, <laughs> just, like, because it builds this these, like... I feel like it depends on the the fic that you watch because a lot of the times it's, you know, or the fic that you read, not watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I said watch. Um, because part of the relationship and part of what's so, like, fun about it is that one person is wildly famous and the other can kind of, like, incognito mm-hmm. get around. Mm-hmm. So, like, Steve can sort of incognito get around because while like i feel like people understand that he's captain america he's not as easily like you're captain america you know Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. tony stark is tony stark and he's iron man and like Mm -hmm. he he was famous before he was even Mm -hmm. like a superhero so a lot of the fics that involve like stony deal with like their fame oh okay that makes sense. You know? So yeah. it's like they can't really go on a date at a diner in, like, you know, yeah. some corner of New York because mm-hmm. everyone knows who he is. That makes sense. So oh, I, okay. But, like, I think that's an interesting dynamic, too. Um, but, I don't know, I feel like a lot of my main ships always include one person is obscenely rich and famous and the other is just, like, a normal everyday girl or a normal everyday guy, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. That's so. fun. I don't know. It's fun to play with. That yeah. that specific trope dynamic. Yeah. But I guess that's why I ship Stony. I think Stony's like a cool thing. And and I feel like you know, it's one of those things that I don't need to be canon. It'd be cool mm-hmm. if it was canon. And mm-hmm. Stucky would be cool if it was canon. But, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be canon for me to, like, enjoy it any more or any less. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the reason why I even shipped Stony at all is because I was really big with Super Family. Where, like... Super Family? Steve and Tony are married. And oh. either Peter Parker is the biological child of tony (laughs) or they adopted him oh yeah (laughs) like you know his parents die and then aunt may and uncle ben die and then he gets put up for adoption and they adopt him oh that's cute so there's that oh it's it's fun to think about that's the i mean that's the whole point of ships is either you have a lot of fun with what you're given on screen mostly in the hetero sense or you just have like nice head cannons Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then next we have Steggy. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> my love. Which one's your favorite ship? I don't know. Mm. I feel like they all do something a little bit different for me. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, Steggy is almost very down-to-earth. You mm-hmm. know, like, Peggy liked Steve before he was all big and strong and muscly. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, she saw something in him before yeah. that happened to him. Yeah. And then, like, plus, he goes through, he gets a super serum, and then he becomes that. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, like, in that sense, it's like these two people, they're both soldiers. Yeah. Um, they both, like, w- you know, Steve didn't ki- didn't start out as a beautiful blonde like <laughs> Aryan dream of a person you know he he was like severely disabled for most of his life mm-hmm. up to that point so they kind of also have this understanding of what it's like to be minorities in like the 40s I feel always, like always uh, I can't always I keep thinking take it for granted that's not the word but always assumed less of yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I think like in that sense they have kind of a understanding about them um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because uh, tony sorry (laughs) his uh steve was always you know picking fights with people that he shouldn't have been even though he Mm -hmm. was gonna lose them every single time and peggy like has to prove herself in every situation and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like i think while obviously they can't understand each struggle there's empathy there you know yeah 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 that makes sense uh empathy and not sympathy yeah i always thought not that the other ships didn't have a level of respect but i thought that they were one of the best ships that showed respect equal to love for one another yeah yeah and I, that's one of the reasons why I always really liked Steggy and wish we would have had more of it. We would have had more on-screen. Yeah, I wish it. that we had more of it, too. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if you didn't know by now, there's going to be spoilers for, like, everything. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, th- that's why, honestly, like, at the end game, when, <laughs> like, that 
honestly, when that scene happened and you hear the like 40s music mm-hmm. and they go like they you, see the, you see the house and you're like, <gasps> like <laughs> I got so excited because one of my, you know, I don't dip my toes into Marvel fan fiction all that often. Um, mm. I think the scope is just so large that it's hard to yeah. find good ones. Yeah. Um, it's easy to find good ones, but it's hard to, for me to find stuff that I like, I think. Yeah. Um, but I would always kind of go for the ones that were like, Steve somehow makes it to the past. Peggy somehow <laughs> makes it to the future. Like, mm-hmm. like some sort of thing where they get to see each other again. Yeah. Like no matter how brief, like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like those were the fix that I would go for when it involved Steggy. Cause like, <laughs> honestly, like angst, I'm, I'm an angst monster. Like mm-hmm. I will, I will read anything that involves like yeah. mutual pining, <laughs> like some sort of barrier between their Mm -hmm. ability to be together like that kind of thing so i think that's also why i love steggy so much is that even though they both like are separated their love for each other is still so strong Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then the other thing and it's kind of a weird aspect to their ship but seeing them both move and work or at least peggy because we saw it in agent carter but seeing peggy work and move past it yeah was really interesting to see because in her lifetime and an Agent Carter. We had no idea what was going to happen. So it was, I thought, a much more real real reflection of, like, what do you do when the love of your life is gone? Like, he passed yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that Agent Carter did a really good job showing how that, like, obviously she's not going to get over him, but she is going to continue living her life. Yeah, and on the other mm-hmm. end with Steve, you kind of see him, like, just kind of go through the motions. Like, he's not really able to cope in with, yeah. it, with it in his own way. Like... He, you know, he comes to terms with the fact that he's in the 21st century now and that, like, a lot of things have changed, but he still is the man out of time. He still is that person, like, that, yeah, maybe it's a little bit better now, but, like, he misses home. Like, yeah. The, the the shock of that kind of change is very mm. different from like going away for a couple of years and coming back and finding out something you know it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just a very different kind of culture shock basically yeah because obviously because it's time travel it's something well i guess it's not totally different it's like a, i don't know whatever regardless peggy was able to move on and work with the emotion and the trauma that she had because she her life just continued on in one timeline whereas steve's was just like cut and paste yeah decades apart yeah yeah. Like 70 years apart. Mm-hmm. So Steggy is one of those. I, I just really, I just really, really like the ship. One. I mm-hmm. was really glad that it turned out to be Endgame. Um, I hate that Endgame has ruined the term Endgame. <laughs> like the yeah. movie Endgame has ruined the term Endgame. Yeah, truly. Because whenever you're talking about it, you... I don't know, you, I guess with the right fan, you know from context, but, like, still, it's really confusing. Yeah, I just feel, I don't know, because, like, Endgame, previous to the movie, referred to, that's what I want, like, that's the ship that I want to be canon at the mm-hmm. end of the story. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I want to be canon at the end of this movie, at the end of this yeah. book, at the end of this series, whatever. Um... 
But now that, like, the movie, I don't know. It just is, like, <laughs> I get that, like, in context you can tell what I'm talking about, but still. Yeah. Did I tell you, I, don't, I think we talked about during the fanfic episode, how I didn't realize what OTP stood for for a little bit. Like, I knew, I could pick yeah, up on context yeah. that, you like, did. it meant ultimate couple, like, this is the ship that I will ride or die. But yeah. for some reason I thought it was one true pair. Or no, I thought it was one two pair. One, like, like, number one, number two pair? Or? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. And then someone's like, oh, no, they're my one true, because I guess whoever told me didn't enunciate, and they're like, no, it's one true pair. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes slightly more sense. Yeah, yeah, it's one true pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of that, another OTP, pepperoni. I really like them. It you kind of, when I remember when I first saw Iron Man, I could kind of see it because leading man, leading woman, like actor, actress, they're probably going to end up getting, getting together. Yeah. And I liked, I wish we would, I think it's been so long since it's the original Iron Man, but I did like that you kind of knew what the relationship was beforehand of like, mm-hmm. she kept him on his, bull, on his shit pretty much. She was like always watching out for him professionally and she was really good at her job she was like the epitome of professional and i liked how because i'm a sucker for the like she's been there the whole time type trope (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that is kind of pepperoni Mm -hmm. um i feel oh so this is pepper Potts and tony stark um Mm -hmm. and i i don't know i just think like of all the ships, it's the one that makes the most sense. Even more than Steggy? Uh, like the, I don't, I don't know. Like, it mm. just, it's so, okay, that's not, that's not what I meant. Okay. No, hold on. Yeah. Let me, let me rephrase. Of all the ships, it's like, I think the most realistic Okay, okay, okay. Because Pepper has always... She's a very strong, like, character in her own right. Um, And she also has a very, like, strong set of opinions. Mm -hmm. And we've discussed this before. I think it's in one of the Endgame episodes. (laughs) um, How she's always been very weary about his life as Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's pretty realistic, like to have a partner who is scared for you because you're doing something that is truly so scary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like he is doing this thing where he is putting his life on the line. He is like reckless. He, Mm -hmm. you know, often he doesn't make the choices to save himself he makes the choice to save other people which like if you're gonna be a vigilante you better make that decision anyway like you know like (laughs) save yourself but like superhero it's the superhero mentality you know it Mm -hmm, shouldn't mm -hmm. like you you put others before yourself um putting yourself before others then becomes the super villain mentality Mm -hmm. um but you know i think it makes the most sense in that right where it, it comes from one person is freaking out because of the decisions <laughs> that the, uh, their partner yeah. is making, but, like, they still love their partner. Mm-hmm. But it also, there have been moments between the two of them where it's like, this is not something I can handle. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is, I think, I, yeah, realistic is a really good way to put that because that's that's a, an insane boundary to have yeah. and factor to have on your life and your relationships. And even just looking at Iron Man 3 with the two of them, it's hard. Often, I feel like, with PTSD, a lot of, you know, a lot of, like, um, people who come back from war with PTSD... They even tell their partners, like, for a while, like, we can't sleep in the same bed or, like, mm-hmm. something, like, if I have a nightmare, don't touch me, like, that, those kind mm-hmm. of things. Because mm-hmm. it, like, takes a little bit to psych yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. and you see in Iron Man 3 that when he has a nightmare yeah, and Pepper tries to do something about it, she gets attacked by the suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, like, right. And you, you see that, that with them. Sense. It's, like, it's realistic in that way that I feel like... I feel like, we've said this before, I think the Iron Man movies deal with things that are a little bit more grounded in reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than the other, like, branches of the MCU do. That makes sense. Now, I was gonna say, if I think, because when I think of Steggy, the main thing I think of is how much respect they have for each other. I think with Pepperoni, I would go with trust. They yeah. have so much trust in one another of, like, at the end of the day you're going to come home. And that's, that's mostly on Pepperoni's side, but it's or Pepper's side, but it's also yeah. on Tony's side is he trusts her with his life, know, his life, his livelihood, just all of Stark industries and things like that. So even when they weren't together romantically, cause that's another aspect of the relationship is they get together on and off because Iron Man is such a strain on their relationship yeah. that, um, at the end of the day, I think they just, it, they really trust each other as much as they love each other. Yeah. Also, they get together on and off because the writers like to use Pepper as, like, a plot device and not a character. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's the only... I. That's why I get mad when I think about that scene in Civil War when it's like, oh, no, we broke up. Because they use her as a plot device more than anything else. Oh, I forgot that was also in Civil War. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was an Ultron. No, they were together in Ultron that she just wasn't in the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Because they were making jokes about, like, oh, where are your ladies? And mm-hmm. he makes, like, a joke about her, like, running his company or something. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Now I'm now I'm remembering those yeah. scenes. <laughs> um, our next ship is a ship that could have been but never was. Clintasha. <laughs> Man, that time post-Avengers when the Clintasha fandom was peak... Ooh, mwah, so good. <laughs> Chef's kiss. I am apathetic either side because I'm a huge proponent in the like the magic of showing a really strong non-romantic friendship. And I know that a lot of people will get into it with other ships, um, but not a lot of people feel the same way. But I'm a huge fan of just like showing people who deeply, deeply love and care about each other. But it's not because they want to romantically be together. It's because they just they're they just care about each other that much. So that's why I liked Clintasha as not romantic. But at the same time, I also like if they got together, I wasn't that wasn't the end of the world. I could see it. Clintasha is one of those rare ships where they're good as friends. They're mm-hmm. good as partners. Like I just want to see them on screen together and interacting Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter what like scenario it is 
However, like we have discussed before, Avengers laid out some pretty thick subtext about their relationship. Mm -hmm. And now there is love there. And then, I don't know, Joss Whedon had a fit and decided (laughs) to marry Clint off. And like, I don't know, I know that people are out there and they're like, oh, get over it. Like, who cares? It works with the story. It doesn't matter. But like, I still hate it. I still hate, I still hate that whole decision. I thought marrying Clint off was a weird cop out to just them not getting together. Like, if that was what you wanted, just they don't get together. I don't, I I didn't never really understood why, why they introduced Clint's whole family. Yeah. It was kind of ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's not like they had plans for him to become whoever he becomes in Endgame at that point. Oh, yeah. The weird you know, whatever. Assassin, I don't know that he has, assassin. like, a name. Like, they call him something different. But yeah. I don't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, I... I don't think they had plans for that. Like, that was the mm-hmm. direction they were going for with him at that point. Mm-hmm. But I, it's still just annoying. <laughs> um, because I think that their relationship is so interesting because Clint, it's, like, set out, you know, Clint pulled Natasha out of a bad place mm-hmm. and helped her to work on, like, the good side. Kind of, maybe not, like, taught her morals. Like, she probably knew morals and whatever, but, like, you know, yeah, showed her really... what it's like to do, to use her skills for good rather mm-hmm. than evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or even, like, for hire. Because yeah. for a while, I think she was, like, a Black Widow for hire. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it was an interesting, like, I part of me hates the, like, hero complex relationship where one of them, like, saves the other. But, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It, but I think the way that the relationship turns into is that like they save each other constantly mm-hmm. yeah it's like a give and take kind of relationship where you know mm-hmm. clint starts the pattern he saves her first and then mm-hmm. whatever their first mission together she probably saves him like you know mm-hmm. like they've they've saved each other so many times that they can't keep track except like natasha totally has kept track yeah um like that kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's a quirky thing where it's like they're they're always saving each other and clint will be like oh we can't even keep track and natasha's like well actually i've saved you 135 (laughs) times and you've only saved me like 78 times like something like that you know in that dynamic is i don't think it just would mean the like physical up saved your life type thing i think it's also emotionally they were there for each other that way too and they like pulled each other because obviously there's a lot of of deep places yeah so they pulled them both they pulled each other back from the brink and yeah. I remember the screenwriters talked about, the Endgame screenwriters talked about how the the final scene where they're both fighting each other to go over the cliff, they're like, we need to make that scene believable about, like, how much they love each other, because there can't be any doubt that if one of them died, the soul, like, they wouldn't love each other enough for the stone to, like, not appear, you know? Yeah. So they were talking about, though there was originally a scene when they were, like, buckling up in the time machine or whatever, that was like a longer conversation between the two of them to and then they're like they watched it back and or they read it back and they're like everyone knows that they love each other we don't need to keep reiterating this and then the fight scene i think 
was might have been added to a little bit. I don't remember. But they said the fight scene is basically going to do that conversation for them. Yeah, I think they both I express think it's a it's a good way of show not tell. Mm-hmm. Where this is their only way that they can show. Mm-hmm. You know, they can show the other person that they love them and they don't want them to die, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they can only do that uh, in the best way they know how, which is a fist fight. Fight. Yeah, they're fighters. They're not going to sit down and be like, man, remember that time? <laughs> yeah. That's, that that would have been more out of character for them versus a literal fight to self-sacrifice death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's after Clintasha? Oh, God. Oh, are we getting into... Okay, so we talked about the good ones. Yeah. So now we're going to the other side. So the other main ship that involves Natasha, Bruce Nat. Nope. No. I will, and we talked about this, I will go on the record and admit my faults. When they first introduced it in Ultron, I was okay with it because I like, I also like ships that come out of nowhere but I mean, I, I feel there like... There was no establishing... There was nothing for it to base on. They just suddenly were romantic. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, you know... I'm not... I personally hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we both personally hate it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In retrospect. Yeah. I can understand why people... No- well, even when I was watching the movie for the first time, I hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, oh, well, maybe. No, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's existed for a while, I think, between mm. the two of them. I think they have an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Had yeah, it yeah. been given the time to get set up. Mm-hmm. Um, because the f- and we've discussed this in the Age of Ultron episode because it's a major part of why it's mm-hmm. it's one of the aspects of why that movie sucks. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Is that like not only did it come out of nowhere, but it also was not it like it was it was not set up properly. No, not at all. Um, so like in. If we had been given maybe another movie that involved them or Mm -hmm. some throwaway lines from them Mm -hmm. in previous movies between the two Avengers, Mm -hmm. then maybe I could see Mm -hmm. that something was being established and set up between the two of them. Because previous to Ultron, the only thing we'd seen between them is that Natasha is batshit scared of him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, of everyone she's ever come into contact with, I'm pretty sure she's been scared of not a single person. Yeah, because she went Hulk up to is Loki. the one factor she can't think about. She can't predict. Yeah, she mm-hmm. walked straight up to Loki, lied to the god of mischief, and got away with it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like you said, Hulk is the only thing that she can't really, like, account for. Mm-hmm. So she can't really fight it. She can't do anything. Like, Hulk mm-hmm. is out of her realm. You can't reason with Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
she's scared of him. Yeah. She's scared of Banner and she's scared of a Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, Banner less so because you can reason with Banner, but Hulk yeah. is something out of her realm of ability. Mm-hmm. So if there had been something set up, like maybe in Winter Soldier, if there was a throwaway line about her working with him, mm-hmm. um, something like, you know... It's funny how when we do these episodes, we always think of these weird throwaway lines that you could just, like, put in the movie anywhere. Right. Like, just as much, just something along the lines of, you know, while she was trying to get Steve a date, could have been, like, well, the only, this is the only thing that, like, mm-hmm. uh, this is the only thing that I really have to do other than, like, babysit Hulk or something. Like, Somebody. something. Like, yeah. Other than, like, work on the Hulk project or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and then we can jump to our own conclusions from there. Just, there needs to be proper setup. Yeah, just showing that they were spending some time together. Yeah, because it honestly just looked like they were doing nothing. Yeah. And even the writers, because during the Q&A, someone was just like, thank you, or there was someone in the Q&A was just like, thank you for not bringing back Banner and Natasha, we, what were you guys thinking? And they were like, well, (laughs) you know that feeling whenever two friends in your friend group date, and then three days later, everyone decides it was a bad idea? That's kind of what happened with us. Are you thinking of the same exact thing that I'm thinking about of our friend group? Now I am. (laughs) You know who you are if you're listening, but we know you're not listening. Yikes. One of them (laughs) listens. Um... <laughs> but, but that's basically what the writer said. It was just like at they didn't go into detail, but like you know, yeah. at the time they're like, "This will be interesting," and then they thought back on it, like, "No, it's not." Yeah, I mean, I think there was good follow up after the fact, like in yeah. in Ragnarok when Hulk sees Natasha for the first time on the mm-hmm. on the video, um, and that pulls him back to Banner, and mm-hmm. then you know when Natasha dies. I think Dr. or Professor Hulk or whatever that amalgamation of a thing is, um, that was a good, you know, reaction to something. Yeah. It's like this person that I had so many what ifs with, Mm -hmm. who I still cared about deeply as a member Mm -hmm. of my team, as a friend, you know, died. So. Yeah. And I do, I do like that they in I think it was Infinity War or Endgame where they um they did share like a look of just like man what if but they both moved on and I was like okay they moved they they walked away <laughs> they moved I on I feel like it was Endgame I, I don't think Endgame. they spent much screen time together in Infinity War You're right cuz she was in Wakanda and he was He went to Wakanda too No yeah you're right because but... Oh, okay. Infinity War's coming back to me, and I remember it now. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, they yeah. were they were in the same places together at the same time, but they didn't interact much with each other in right. Infinity War. Because other things were priority. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Um, we've got, you know, two more to yep. talk about. I th- This next one we're going to talk about, but I don't think it's going to, like, take a long time. Um, Clint Coulson. This is the crack shippiest crack ship I've ever crack shipped, like, ever. Where did it come from? I don't Honestly, ship it. Honestly, no I just, clue. I think, 
I don't it remember what so it was. You told me about it the first time, or some, one of our other friends, but we were like going through like the top ship tags somewhere. I was either on Tumblr or AO3, probably Tumblr. And I remember you told me this one, or someone told me yeah. this one. I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's Colson and Clint Barton. Or, is that his last name? Yeah, Clint Barton. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has to come somewhere from the comics, but also maybe not. Like, yeah. it just. It just feels, to me, very throwaway. It feels so throwaway. There's nothing... That's even less substantial than Nat and Banner. Oh, I know. I know what the... I, uh, another one that it was, like, random and we don't know where it came from. It's, like, Darcy Lewis and someone else. Like, and, like, Steve or something. <laughs> the only reason that one's plausible is because, of course, Darcy would have a crush on Steve. But, like, Darcy has a crush on everyone. Right? So, like, it Darcy would have a crush on the Hulk. Right? So, that's the only one that one's even plausible is just because she. She likes pretty men, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, man. But it, it, like, it's something like, you know, it, crack ships are often. These two people have never spent any single, like, any mm-hmm. amount of screen time together or any significant amount of screen time together. Mm-hmm. And yet, people ship it anyway. Like, I, if you are a Colson Clint shipper, let us know. Oh my god, can Ex- we interview you? I need yeah. to know. I want more information. Like, yeah. why did you start shipping them? Do, do you, you do you think it's a joke? Like, or mm-hmm. is it like not a joke? Is it serious? Like, yeah. like, because there are crack ships that are obviously a joke, and then mm-hmm. there there are these ships that I like. Some people actually like really invested in. Yeah, and we want to know. We think it's fascinating because we yeah. don't know where it came from. We so would, we would there, love to talk to you. Reach out. We'll have fun. We promise we're not laughing at you. We're just amazed. We, we really aren't. Like, honestly, whenever we're talking about this kind of stuff, like, any laughter or anything that, like, comes from, like, joke, it's like, this is our own fandom. Like, mm-hmm. we, we understand, like, we have opinions that I'm sure other people are like, ugh, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah it's that kind of thing like i know that nobody i know that there are people out there who don't ship stony at all and they're like how could you like Mm -hmm. and in general like i don't like you know this comes from we're kind of laughing at ourselves right yeah this is the fandom that we've chosen and Mm -hmm. this is this is what we see yes however yeah for the next ship i will straight laugh at your face uh, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Who ships Thor and Loki? Please don't. We've talked about why? it way back. Please don't do it. I get why, because I mean, that is part of fandom is everyone's going to have their characters and the things that they ship and they like together. And I get that Thor and Loki have a dynamic, but it please, it's a family dynamic. Don't do it. I, please just don't do it. <laughs> Remember when we were talking about fan fiction? I introduced you to the word squick. Mm. Incest yeah. is my squick. Right? And don't you dare give me the well, they're adopted. It's not incest. They were raised as brothers. It's not like Thor and Sif who were raised as There's childhood something... friends. Thor and Loki were like, you can't date someone that you've grown up your entire life referring to as brother. There's something In so. In the familial sense. Dismissive. When someone says, but they're adopted. Yeah, I know. 
And I know that you probably have stronger feelings about this than me, but like I, I feel strongly about this as well, where it's mm-hmm. like just because they were adopted and they're not blood doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're not family and that mm-hmm. like that's a barrier you don't cross. Like mm-hmm. right. there are certain social like like <laughs> bonds that yeah. aren't broken just because blood isn't there. It's the same, like, if people who are grossed out by the, like, I would never date my step-sibling, don't date your adoptive siblings either. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, I feel we're like just, there's... like, second cousins, or we're just cousins. Oh, like, that's still weird. <laughs> I feel like there's a difference when it's, like, you met as teenagers mm. or, like, adults or something like that. That's different. You didn't grow up together. You didn't share mm-hmm. a home. You didn't like that share kind of a parent unit. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's very different to me mm-hmm. because yeah. it's not like from birth, yeah, or even from like you know childhood. Yeah, like from young. young childhood. Again, if you were referred to a person as brother or sister in a familial sense for most of your like original formative eighteen years, you can't sleep with them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. I and I know like this sounds so judgmental, but I feel like it really it for me I I just really hate incest. I like mm-hmm. I don't touch Thorky because I hate incest. Like I mm-hmm. like it just grosses me out. Mhm. And mm-hmm. like <clears throat> And like I said, it's just very dismissive when your argument is but they're adopted. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. That's never half of the first Thor movie was that was the point is yeah. Thor is like I've always seen you as a brother even though I just found out you weren't I just have always like that was the point I'm it's just like, like well it doesn't matter it's like no it does to them to the both of them it very clearly matters yeah like they they are very clearly brothers and like I feel like Thor makes the adopted joke in Avengers but like <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of in good fun <laughs> where it's like mm-hmm. this is my brother and he's like he killed a bunch of people and he's like, well, he's adopted. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like a joke. Yeah, like, I can make jokes about me and my family situation. So Thor and Loki can make jokes about their family situation. But also, it's for this reason that I couldn't finish Umbrella Academy. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw it coming. I mean, obviously, they they very heavily. They wasn't, like, under text. It was just, like, the text. So it was just, like, me and my, one of my roommates were trying to watch it. And I was like, I don't know if I can finish this show or if I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only thing that saves it there is that it it was more of a foster home than it was, like, right. That's a family unit. That's what my our friends who've also seen it have. We've gone back and forth on it of just, like, they weren't, it was a foster home slash school situation versus family unit, but yeah. at the same time, they both referred to the main guy who runs it as dad, and I'm like, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, Umbrella Academy, yeah. I might go back to it, but it was it was a weird one. It is a weird one. Also, Luther is now part monkey. I was wondering what was going on with that. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is totally off topic. I <laughs> I I like Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. That is the one aspect of Umbrella Academy that like gets me a little iffy. Mhm. Mhm. Like it's honestly not a spoiler to anyone who's listening is that like two of the main characters are like in love with each other basically. Mhm. 
Um, and like they, they are they are a part of the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, we can do a whole episode on that because <laughs> we can. I, love, I actually like that show. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's superhero based theme. It's like superhero fan fangirl. We'll make it fit. Yeah. <laughs> if we it's a superhero it, we show. It. it is. It's a superhero show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. That was really our main sh- our main ship talk right there. Um, yeah. Now we'll just get into some honorable mentions from the MCU. Um. First honorable honorable mention is. Oh, my one of my personal favorites in the entire goddamn MCU universe. MCU universe, whatever, is Fitzsimmons from Agents of Shield. They are, and Fitz says it multiple times in the later seasons of like, they're just like doomed lovers, which is such a tragic trope, but they fit it so well. And they just, they love each other so much. And it was all of my tropes in one couple of just like friends to lovers. He was right there the whole time. Mm -hmm. They're super smart and they're best friends and they play off each other. And it was like, everyone could see that they were going to get together except them. And it was perfect. Okay. I've got, I cried at their wedding. I've got two honorable mentions. All right, let's go. Number one is Jane and Thor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And number two is Castle. Oh, okay, 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 nice. Karen Page and Frank Castle. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that ship so much. (laughs) I just think it's That's so good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite of the defenders, like the the relationships, because it's I can got see that. everything that I want, which is angst, 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 <laughs> angst, angst. All right, if we're going, I don't know why I always forget about them. I will throw um, Electra and Matt in there because yeah. they shouldn't obviously shouldn't have been together, but I really enjoyed watching them to play off each other and. It was very good. It's one of those, like, Man. garbage relationships that you love. Mm-hmm. Man, like, the devil was good. <laughs> yeah. Like, like in real life, I would never want my friend to be in a relationship like this, but yeah. on TV, I want it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Because it's interesting to watch on TV. Yeah. We, we were all Frank. <laughs> or not Frank, we were all foggy. Yeah, we were like, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? But keep doing it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess that's our MCU ships, our sick mm-hmm. ships, because yeah. we were sick. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can't be funny. I'm not funny. <laughs> ah, whatever. It's okay. uh, <laughs> At least we both weren't on, like, cold medicine for this show, and then, like... Oh, uh, no. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just us being... I Honestly, that'd be funny. <laughs> it would have been funny. Like, the both of us just, like, loopy as hell. Like, mm-hmm. another thing! Loopy and sleepy and blowing <laughs> our noses. Yeah. My God. Uh, we're gonna do an episode drunk one day. It's we gonna will, be someday. Fun. It's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. Um, Alright. And with that... We'll be with you till the end of the line. 
You can follow me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pet. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo. You can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. And you can check out our website, Earth's Mightiest Fangirls.com. And you can also send us an email, emfangirls at gmail.com. This week, hey, if you honestly ship Clint Colson, like mm-hmm. talk to us. Let us know. Please. We wanna we wanna ask you questions. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like talk on air. We'll just yeah. like email or you can DM us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We just are so curious. We wanna uh, understand. And if you guys have honorable mention like ships that you wanna talk about or if you disagree with us on any of our ships or if you want to tell us why you ship any of the things that we ship mm-hmm. you know just shoot us the email send it Let to us know. it'll be great yeah we love love let's talk about it it's yeah and don't forget you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher all the things that we're on and um don't forget to do the lovely lovely rating and reviewing and leaving comments and all that kind of stuff really 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 helps us if you leave a review on itunes yes it does it helps a lot and thank you to dexter britain for letting us use their song wonderland and thanks to us for editing and producing